Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Trevor Colhoun. Hey, Trevor, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on the show. Uh, Trevor's the CEO and co-founder of the Trusted Provider Network, which is a professional networking platform specifically designed for licensed clinicians and vetted treatment providers to confidently navigate the business of behavioral health. Um, I mean, clearly behavioral health and all healthcare matters have been the center of the universe for the last several years and and appear to be so for the next several years. And before we get into that, Trevor, which is obviously going to be the core of our conversation, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career today. Um, I started my career in finance um, in New York and capital markets. Uh, I was at Bear Stearns and Piper Jaffray and uh, mm-hmm. 06, I left and went into uh, I guess what what would be called the the buy side into private equity, um, and uh, enjoyed that side of the business. Um, the, the the really the, the using the thinking mind and creative side of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, got into special situations, and uh, um, at some point during the career, I started uh, getting into operations, and were really forced into that uh, through uh, certain companies in our portfolio, and really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed working with people. Really enjoyed working with teams. Really, um, I, I think took on uh, or, or let my leadership skills shine and creative side shine. And um, and through that process, I think that the company I was involved with before Trust Rider Network was uh, uh, Store Centric, which is a, a um, data storage business and, and mm-hmm. security business on the enterprise side. Um, and I was able to, through a merger, move away from that business as a, a day-to-day and uh, came upon uh, an existing business, which was Trust Provider Network, which was very small and had a fantastic idea of building really the digital railroad tracks of behavior health um, for the B2B side of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think Bloomberg, think LinkedIn, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, the two other founders um, at the time um, brought me along, and uh, and 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 it was a from there. It's just been a fantastic experience. That's awesome. Well, I mean, uh, obviously a big road from finance to what you guys are working on now, and it seems very entrepreneurial and team building. Tell me a little bit more about what this business actually does and and how that platform works. Yeah, so we really look at it as a layer cake. Uh, the first technology uh, that we really built is 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 really a, a, an infrastructure, uh, social media for you know professionals in the business to connect, engage, endorse each other, refer, but really get an insight and to see what's going on in marketplaces. Um, some people might think of this as as a LinkedIn, but um, as we look at this space. We're trying to make a national network of just the professionals and the licensed people in behavior health uh, so they can see what's going on in the market and they can find uh, other reference that they need or services they need in terms of um, um, 
tracking their license or uh, uh, seeing if other people are licensed. Uh, we are not open, just to be clear, we are not open to the lay person or the customer or the, or the practitioner. Um, mm -hmm. This is, you know, what really is the opportunity for us is we're building a national Kaiser Permanente, if you will, or mm -hmm. NYU Ken Langone or, 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 a, or a national uh, uh, behavioral hospital. Most folks don't realize that this just doesn't exist. It doesn't, it, it, the, the world of behavior health is opaque and analog. Okay, um, and we're bringing it to really the, the the digital world where there's tracking data, analytics, connectivity, and they can connect. Um, I think of it going back from my financial world is this is the financial institution moving into the digital world. This is Bloomberg coming in. This is Thomson Reuters coming in, or Bridge coming in, and and digitizing um, um, the behavioral health world, the business of behavioral health. Wow. I mean, that, that's excellent. I mean, I think one of the things that we're noticing right now generally is there's a ton of new technology pouring into the healthcare space, uh, most notably probably in some of the hospital kind of back-end machine learning area, but this area is really interesting. So, so you're building a platform really of kind of a licensed kind of top grade clinicians and, and really vetted treatment providers. Uh, you know, put the work in context of some of the trends that you're seeing in the marketplace right now. Well, I, I think that the overall trends that you've seen in the marketplace is, is, and especially on the investor side, they've been very focused on connection, right? You're an individual that needs treatment, here's treatment, right? And right. so we stepped that back a layer back in terms of we're missing a huge piece in this market where there isn't a, you know, a network to connect and engage with, with these folks that are behavioral health professionals. Um, mm -hmm. So essentially what, what we're looking and accomplishing is allowing um, a group of clinicians, national group mm -hmm. of clinicians to engage and connect and really see the marketplace. So we are a layer back behind the consumer products, if you will. Yeah. Um, um, and so our customers at the end of the day are organizations like insurance companies that want to be connected to their providers, treatment centers that want to be engaged with reference to send to their treatment, um, hospitals that need to discharge patients uh, and find those behavioral health folks, it, it, they, they live right now in small pockets, uh, analog pockets, and trying to find them is very difficult, uh, and trying to organize that information um, is very difficult. Um, and so that's the trend that we're creating, um, which we're surprised that nobody else is really seeing. And I, I don't think the world really understands how far back behavioral health is than any other industry. Um, yeah. And tell me a little bit, I mean, let, tell me a little bit about just the general behavioral health space, you know, is yeah. that, is that just the nature of how that sector has evolved or I mean, yeah. are the types of people that work in it or. Yeah. I mean, if you could think about behavioral health this way is un unlike the medical side where there's high capital costs, there's, there's, there's um, insurance issues that you, you need. So there's, there's reason that there's been these brick and mortar networks that have been created. Uh, in the mm -hmm. behavioral health space, they're just as educated to be clinical people. They, they, you know, they go get their masters. They have to get their 2000 hours of clinical training before they can even see patients on their own, right? Right. Um, but at the end of the day, they don't have capital costs, right? They need to rent an office space. They need a couch and a desk and stuff like that. Um, so you know, we are bringing tools to that place to 
uh, allow them to maybe build a business, okay? Right. Uh, connect with other people, see what else is in the marketplace. Um, and the other, as I talked about, layer cake is on top of what we've built as this connective network, okay? Yeah. We've, we've built really what we call Netflix, if you will. We put on a tremendous amount of continued education virtually. Um, oh, wow. And we do that for our partners, our organization partners. So treatment centers, um, uh, state governments, organizations, mm -hmm. so they can actually bring continued education in the marketplace. This is a big demand, um, mm -hmm. especially through COVID. I know we'll talk about in a second, but you have to have to maintain your license. You have to have 20 hours of continued education, generally, depending on which state you're in. Um, yeah. Provide that. But our model, just so you understand, is we provide all of these services that I'm talking about for clinicians for free. Okay. So wow. you can have an account, you can connect, engage with people, you can be seen, uh, you can receive continued education, you can track that. That's all free to the clinician. And that's a huge right. shift in the market where that's a, you know, prior to us coming in, this is about a $3 billion, you know, transactional business in the United States. Um, right. And we're just saying, we're, we're, we're giving that away. So, so right. we can gain this market. Right. And, and really shape it for almost kind of, you know, I, I look at it, what, what you're outlining is essentially stitching together this network and then layering on all of these added value elements that will continue to support that ecosystem, which is just, just spectacular. And, and I would say, I read an article about web 3.0 yesterday and, you know, one of the things that I thought was good that this individual was talking about was that we read about all these crazy things with like Facebook, et cetera, wow. doing meta. But the reality is that, that the, the exciting thing of Web 3.0 is almost like it's this stitching together of these universes yeah. so that we can operate at greater scale and we can make the data meaningful and identifiable and in, in, a, in a very positive way. And I, I really like what you guys are obviously, you know, doing in the behavioral health space. But I mean, the last couple of years have obviously put uh, probably a little bit of a shift on, on some of your business plans along the way. And I'd just be curious to hear how you guys have navigated the challenges of the pandemic and probably seized on some of the opportunities. Yeah, I think seized is is really the, the the best part, and I think well, I have a fantastic team, um, uh, young, hungry, smart, uh, really understand, and and more importantly, passionate about what we're doing. Um, we spent 2019 building the network, and and mm -hmm. uh, um, when 2020 came around, we I think COVID for the most part was a digital light switch that went off in the behavioral space because it was almost forcing everybody to say we got to relook at this because we're now all in our homes and how are we connecting? How are we engaging? So you had simple things like, you know, telemental health where you can connect with patients and that's a, that's not really a piece of our business. Um, mm -hmm. Then we have things like we really moved into virtual education and that's been mm -hmm. a big boon. And, and for us, it really fits well on our model because one we're mission-based business where we're saying, Hey, I want to, create a company where we can improve behavioral health outcomes and mm -hmm. continue education really fits in there because we can bring high level continued education to the same people that get it in Los Angeles and get access to fantastic clinicians to someone in Sandy and in, in South Dakota or right. in, in lower 
populated areas that might not get access to wonderful modality trainings or intervention trainings uh, that they can bring to their clients. Uh, right. So it's really cool. And, and the training, it sounds like it's for multiple audiences, but does it play a role in that kind of certification that you were referring to? Or yeah, it's a big it, role yeah. in the certification. Okay. So, I mean, okay. for example, we're starting to work with states to not only train, whether it be social workers or licensed professional counselors and, and stuff like that, um, but we're working to track those folks um, so, so the states can know where they are in their progression or, or path of, uh, of continued education. Um, but at, for the first time, they get data on these people, which they didn't have, right? Yeah. They understand where they're providing services, what services they're providing, what insurance they have in network, out of network. Um, who else has endorsed them? Who are the key players? Things of things of understanding and seeing a marketplace that other industries have enjoyed for years, and I especially yeah. think the financial industry. Um, but now, the, the, these these things were opaque and unknown to even the insurance company payers or, or the states, and now they know this data. Um, and and as we build, it will become more robust. the The result of that, as we see, is now they'll understand if I'm an insurance company what outcomes are for which modalities and things that are happening. And that will improve the pay side and the reimbursement side of behavioral right. health. Um, you know, we all know a lot what happens in behavioral health right now is cash pay for the most part. Um, right. and, and, you know, we can really bring in, you know, the, the value base to that understanding, you know, if I have this issue of depression or alcoholism, who do I need to see which modalities are best to get me to recovery so I don't have recidivism and things of that nature. Um, um, and, and those are things we look down five years down the road from where we are, but we're very excited about getting to those pieces. I, you know, it's interesting because I look at, you know, I'd say, I'm going to say the G generation Y and I'm going to praise them because um, I'm the, I'm the old geezer. What year, here, what but, year are they right now? What is why? Uh, well, I, much younger than me, Trevor, yeah. let's just say that. And I, I generally kind of look at them in the, they're in their kind of mid twenties, mm -hmm. you know, and they're, they're joining companies. They're, they're starting to kind of make their way and, and they have such a, a wonderful perspective on the balance of life that is so alien to Gen Xers, you know, where we're, we were yeah. essentially told to kind of suck it up. Right. And, yeah. and it's, it's a, it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating thing. And I, I believe that it highlights probably just an incredible increase in the demand of the services from your clinicians. I mean, in the sense that the, the general market must be growing exponentially right now. Yeah, it is. And there's a couple of points to make on what you said. I'm, I'm glad you didn't do the whole, I'm a Gen Xer and I used to walk a mile in the snow before I got to school. <laughs> but, but, uh, um, but I did though. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, have, uh, we have a bunch of 20 year olds that work for us. Um, they lean in, they're facile, um, yeah. they care. Um, they care about their community. They care about their self, their wellness. Um, yeah. um, they're, they're, they're wonderful. Um, and there is an awakeness and awareness that's going on um, that, that I think people, you know, connect to stigma, right? Where right. stigma is falling. But, but we look at it differently. Um, we, we don't think the issues of behavioral health are stigma. We think it's a systemic issue where if you walk in 
to a medical side and you have a medical issue, I broke my leg, you know the process of recovery, okay? You know mm. I need to go, who I, what doc I need to go see. I kind of know it's six months maybe, I go through recovery, I know what it's cost, I can maybe get a second opinion. That doesn't happen in behavior health, right? That process of clinical recovery doesn't occur and it doesn't occur because there is no network, there is no information on the professional side to say, hey, come to me, if I don't fit, I can quickly find you somebody else. Um, right. Have this huge network to see who's available, insurance match, and then I can diagnose you and fit you with the correct person. Um, so we look at it on a, on a baseline is, you're walking in a market, you don't know what you really have. You know you're depressed, but you don't really know what, what's going on. You don't know, so then you don't know who to see. And then you don't know what it's going to cost because you don't know when you're going to get recovery. Right. So we see it as an economic hopelessness going into behavior health. And, and that's why still you have this awakening um, of behavior health occurring, uh, but you still have about 20% of the people that have behavioral health issues go seek help. And it's because yeah. of, um, it's because yeah. of and, and that's that for us as a company is the huge area and advantage for us and an unfair advantage that we're trying to, to create and bring that information and connection together. No, absolutely. And I, I certainly think this is a necessity for, for the marketplace in general today. As I would say, most companies are thinking about these spaces for their employees. Yep. Uh, it's, it's just, it's going to become more and more commonplace and expected that this is something that's delivered at scale and, and with a qualified and quality way of thinking about where this evolves and what actually the outcomes can be, what they you know, get a better sense of kind of how it will evolve over time. I love that. So tell me, I mean, now we're moving into a world which is hopefully going to be a, a pandemic free knock on wood somewhere. Uh, but you know, what is, what is your hope for, for 2022? We're in a, we're in a big growth mode for us. Um, you know, we're in new Orleans. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an ex Yankee, I guess. I'm still a Yankee from New York, Connecticut. I lived down here for about 13, 14 years. And yep. we focused, um, in Louisiana to really put a fence around Louisiana. And we did well, I think we have about a 50% penetration rate. So if you're a Life professional counselor, 50% of you are on our platform already. Wow. So we're now moving into other states, uh, you know, the big states like Texas, New York, uh, California. Um, and we're looking to really bring those groups on uh, with our partners, whether they're insurance or treatment centers or associations or state governments, um, and work with them to really, you know, bring this group on and this community on to bring more efficiency to their life. Um, so so we're in a big growth mode and, and yes, the pandemic's ending, um, but what we've built and what we've created um, um, is necessary um, and in and, and high demand uh, what, what, you know, for the world. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, what you're building was certainly part of a trend, you know, before COVID, but if anything, the pandemic really accelerated the variables that are at play in the world that you're in. And perhaps those individuals that would have been like, I don't know now, I can't imagine they're saying that I can only imagine they're saying, yes, we need yeah. this. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a, that's, that's great. It's a different reaction. Well, Trevor, it's been great talking to you today. If someone wanted to learn more about what you're working on at the trusted provider network, uh, where, where should they find you? Yeah. So we actually call ourselves tpn.health. That's also our, our website. We use a dot health um, handle. Um, so, so go to tpn.health 
um, and you can see all about us. Uh, you know, there is a, uh, a front page that tells us who we are, what we're about, you know, our mission and stuff like that, obviously to get into the network. Um, and, and I also say this, if anybody wants to receive and learn about um, these behavior health education on a very high, you know, very deep, deep, deep level, uh, anybody can obtain this, okay? It's open to anybody, mm -hmm. but to receive uh, continued education, you have to be licensed to receive uh, uh, and to be allowed into the network, you have to be uh, credentialed and licensed. And we vet everybody who comes in. So it's a safe mm -hmm. area. I love it. I love it. Well, it's great to have you on Uncaged. We've been speaking with Trevor Colhoun. He's the CEO and co-founder of the Trusted Provider Network, otherwise known as TPN.Health. Check that out, tpn.health. They're a professional networking platform designed for licensed clinicians and vetted treatment providers to confidently navigate the business of behavioral health. And for all of us that have been living through the last couple of years and seen our, our loved ones and our friends that have struggled with behavioral health issues or even looked at yourself and looked at the behavioral health issues that you're facing, um, you know, what Trevor and the team are doing is really welcome and, and providing scale in an area that's critically needed. Trevor, it's been great talking to you today at Uncaged, and we're excited to have you come back some point. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.